in a few days' time. More shops, more tourist attractions are going to be reopening after being in lockdown because of coronavirus. Lots to think about, of course, including how do you keep people two metres apart? In our county's towns, how do you go about it? The leader of Telford and Brecon Council is Sean Davis, and he joins us on breakfast this morning. Hello, Sean. Good morning. Good morning. Will the boroughs main towns, Sean, look any different on Monday? Yes, uh, they will. Um, each of our borough towns have had a, a customised and personalised um, uh, set of changes, from road closures to parking bays being reduced, uh, signages. Um, and uh, lots more and that is to do two things really one is to keep people completely safe which is clearly a a very uh, important aim but secondly we want people to be shopping local we need people to be out in in their high streets backing their local businesses as you've heard this morning uh, the uh, recession is on its way and the only way we, we all get out of that recession together is by backing local businesses and spending local so whilst they'll be similar um, places like Newport will be different to Wellington, will be different to Ironbridge, etc. Yeah, so what we've done, um, David Wright, Karen Healy, Lee Carter um, have worked really uh, hard on this and they've um, been to each uh, borough town um, working with the local town council or parish council um, and uh, ward members to be able to literally walk the street and look at what what's required. Now, this very much will be a phased approach. So on Monday, when um, the shops uh, reopen, we'll then um, assess the impact of those changes uh, to how people are, uh, are, are using the high streets. And if further changes are required, then we'll make them. Um, but the primary aim has really been to um, ensure that people can easily uh, observe the two metres uh, and be able to shop uh, in their local high street. So a lot of that will be down to creating additional spaces. So, for instance, in Dawley, uh, we're going to be doing a, a road closure on the high street, which clearly gives a, a lot more room uh, for shoppers to come uh, to that particular high street. And as you say, in many cases, reduced parking. Yeah, well, we're reduced on-street parking mm. uh, is what we've had to, to do. Clearly, we are lucky here in Telfenreek in that we've got significant free parking around all of our high streets. Uh, and, and indeed, in Iron Bridge, where we do normally charge, there'll be free parking uh, there too. So uh, we, we've, we've done all that we can, really, to encourage people to come to the high street, um, but at the same time being safe. And clearly, Eric, it comes down to the individual as well. Um, we can't legislate for people who are who aren't going to follow the rules. So we do need our residents, and I'm sure that they will do, uh, to be careful, to use common sense and to keep their distance. As you say, you've had people out walking the streets. I mean, this, this is putting, again, this is putting more pressure on the authority, isn't it? Well, absolutely. I mean, we have received a, a small amount of uh, money from the European Union, funny enough, uh, 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 for, to support this work. Uh, but yes, it's, it's more uh, cost, it's more resource, but we absolutely have prioritised this. And this will be the first phase as a, of, a, of a package of support. We'll be now going to look at starting to support businesses uh, um, by um, trying to um, work with them to make them more resilient. So looking at um, supporting them to set up websites, contactless, uh, contactless payments. And if this was to happen again, God forbid, uh, they, hopefully they'll be more resilient next time. What about the finances of the authority, Telford and Reeking Council? How's it looking? It, it's looking it's looking really concerning, Eric. We're, we're, we're forecasting um, this financial year alone around a £19 million uh, gap. 
Um, we are lobbying government together with all councils of all political persuasions because clearly uh, this can't be made up this financial year. It's impossible. Um, you know, we, we've made £127 million worth of cuts since 2010. Um, so that's 10 years of, of, of cuts. And we're looking at £19 million in this financial year alone. It's, it's, it's not possible to, to make that ground up. Um, and we do need government support on that. They did say at the beginning of this pandemic that whatever it takes... Uh, they will do, uh, they will afford that support to local government local government as a whole including telephone region council have worked really hard to support businesses communities and residents so we do need some uh, financial support otherwise uh, cuts will follow unfortunately have you have you writing any any reserves and i i appreciate that if you do that you can only do it once once you've spent it it's gone but i mean have you got anything in the pot that you are you, you're raiding yeah, I mean, we, we're clearly we're using our reserves all, all of the time. I mean, predominantly the, at this moment for cash flow purposes um, because uh, money is drying up. Uh, so um, just to give you an indication of, of that, Eric, we, we've seen a, an almost 10% increase in people applying for council tax support. Uh, so those people who, are, who used to pay a full council tax bill um, are now applying to us to reduce that council tax bill down to zero or uh, uh, um, another type of discount because they're out of work or they're, they've lost hours. That means that's money that we don't get anymore. Clearly, businesses are struggling. We're paying business rates, so we are uh, looking at ways in which we can stagger payments for people who are paying business rates. Uh, people who are in our commercial properties are clearly asking for uh, rent-free periods or to reschedule their rent payments. So all of those things have a knock-on effect to us as a council, and therefore we're using the reserves uh, to ease the cash flow pressures on us so that we can keep going. Yesterday, it was announced that a, a drive-through coronavirus testing facility, part of the National Test and Trace Initiative, is going to be opening at the Ironbridge Park and Ride in Telford. Were you as a council involved in this? Yeah, we were. So it's, it's our land, and we were absolutely um, delighted to offer it to the government for, for free, completely free, um, and uh, it's one of 50 uh, national uh, sites. It does mean that clearly that people in Telford and if they are required to get a test, uh, will have that on their doorstep. I think there's been some confusion about uh, how new this is. It is definitely brand new. It was being built yesterday, uh, last night. The Army did have a mobile testing centre um, there uh, a few uh, weeks ago, but this is a, a very much a permanent uh, um, site now, as long as the national effort requires it. So we are delighted to secure it. We're delighted to help the national effort, and it means that um, residents here in South America and Shropshire as a whole can access that site uh, on their doorstep. And no park and ride then, uh, as long as that is sitting there? That's right. So what we're going to be doing is we'll be reviewing uh, the impact of not having the park and ride uh, on Iron Bridge going forward. And if if we do need to look at other solutions, then we will do. Um, but I think most people would, would understand that um, the coronavirus uh, uh, requires a national effort. And this is part of that national effort. We were too ready to oblige. Sean, I appreciate you're not a medical expert and neither am I. So it's it's almost it's personal opinion, I suppose. But there have been calls to reduce the two-metre distance rule to help the economy and to get more pupils back to school. Got any thoughts on that? Well, I think it's a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, I know the World Health Organisation talks about one metre, or the European countries talk about one and a half metres. I guess um, it's, a, a, I suppose, the, the further away you are from somebody, the, the least that the, uh, the, the risk reduces significantly, doesn't it? So the closer you are to somebody, the, the um, risk increases. But that has to be balanced, I think, Eric, with the economy and with 
children going to school. And, you know, I think um, my personal view is that the commentary around kids going back to school is almost been a, a bit of a, a one-column a conversation actually lots of kids sometimes for the most disadvantaged uh, families and areas aren't getting an education right now and that will have a significant impact upon their uh, life chances so I think there has to be a balance but that said uh, we do have to follow the science and I think the chief medical officer needs to be the person who, who provides that advice and we have to follow it. Are you worried about the future for local authorities after all this? When you know, whenever this might be over, and goodness knows who long it might, who knows it might be a, a hell of a long haul yet. But I mean, what's the future for local authorities and and, and finances? Well, I think you know one of the things that most people, I think, I, um, that I speak to have recognised is actually the importance of local government in, in all of this. It's been local government that has supported the communities, businesses, residents. It's in fact, as, as you look now into the next phase of coronavirus, the track and ice, uh, the, the, the test um, track and isolate programme will be delivered by local government, led by local government, because the solution has to be local. It has to be done street by street, building by building, rather than from Whitehall. So I think the importance of local government um, has never been recognised as much as it is now. But um, the difficulty is, uh, Eric, that all councils have had their, their funding slashed over the last 10 years. And, and that means that we've got, we, we've got smaller councils with very much reduced resources. And if the government do want us to, as a council, councils, to uh, lead on this agenda, we do need to be funded. Um, and I think that's a big challenge uh, for government um, to uh, come through. But these are unprecedented times and we need unprecedented uh, uh, solutions uh, going forward. So the big message is lots of places, lots of towns. Newport, Wellington, uh, we mentioned, uh, Dorley, Ironbridge, going to be reopening on Monday in a, uh, to a greater extent. Do go and patronise the local businesses, but uh, stick to the rules, yeah? Absolutely. Use them or lose them, Eric. And this is going to be a crunch time for many, many businesses. If you do not back them, they will go. And we want to make sure that we um, we support our local businesses, keep that pound local um, and keep people in work. Sean, good to talk to you. Thank you.